1: Plushcare.com/slash/weight-loss. What on earth colour have you painted your nails? Thought they were nice. I didn't say they weren't nice. Not? What thinks they're nice. What? Now you're just writing and looking at your phone. Have you got somewhere better to be?
2: Obviously, I have. Read you my poem, please. <laughs> Can is I read it inspired you
1: my poem? By <laughs> me, your husband's love for our children. <laughs> for any, is that I it? was
2: sitting at my desk thinking, what could we do with this Megan story? This Megan, uh, Mag- Megan Markle has the Duchess of Sussex.
1: Not only that, can I just say yeah. that when I saw this story last night, when this story broke, uh-huh. uh, which is a pathetic, pathetically exciting Break verb to use down. about, the yeah. fact that is written that book for little people. Uh, when this story broke, it, the world correspondent of CBS News, the headline was, Duchess Meghan mm-hmm. writes a book. Like, of all the sort of crappy yeah. corruptions of her name of whatever she might be. Princess Meghan, she's not, but the, the, the Meghan, the Duchess of Sussex, or the Duchess of Sussex, or Princess Meg what she's not is Duchess Meghan. She's
2: not Duchess Meghan. Duchess but- Meghan as someone
1: pointed out sounds like a nineteen thirties car brand. Yeah, I just uh, got a brand new Duchess Meghan. Got a two litre. <laughs> um, like a
2: Ford Cortina. Exactly.
1: This right. is an well, Austin Princess, in fact, was a was a thing. The okay, so Meg- anyway.
2: I was I was looking at I was looking at this book, this children's book that Meghan has written. And had illustrated by her lovely friend, Christian, whatever he's called. Yeah, and, and, he, and
1: he draws like a nine-year-old. Do you think he can draw better than that? Or? I think
2: that's called naive, is isn't it? It's always it, like after it, David Hockney. It, it's called shit. <laughs> Tell that to David Hockney. Okay, okay and I thought, well, what can we do with this? We can't just be mean about Megan because we've been mean about Megan so much.
1: But the people love it.
2: And it's, no, and it's I, always funny. Well, is it funny though?
1: I hate that podcast. They're so mean about
2: me. We are Harry. mean about her because she's just ripe for. Um, okay. And also, I'm a little bit. Angry. Do you think we ought
1: to be the whole point about being a columnist to be unpredictable? And the time has come for us to cease being horrid about Princess,
2: yes, Duchess Meghan, Meghan, and. But we can do other things with this.
1: Right.
2: Have you read any of the her poetry?
1: <laughs> uh, I have written the things purported to have come from her desk that have been arranged in rows. Right. Yeah, um, which is—is is it? Hang on. I look at Harry and my little boy, and I sit in the window, teared up with joy. It's Tears. Like that. She's basically with joy. Hallmark Cars, isn't it?
2: Exactly. Okay. Yeah. So I have imagined what the rest of the poem might sound like, and I'd like to read it to you.
1: I'd like to hear it. Do you, do you think we should deliver briefly the cover of the actual lines? Yes, so that... just to
2: kind of wet everybody's. I, I wouldn't whistle. want people
1: to think that you were just taking the piss willy nilly. No. Nope. For that would be very silly. Yeah. To take the mickey from her poem when we don't necessarily know him. Know him. Um, where is... is this, am I looking in the right one? I no, think no, it's... There, fir- no, no. Is it first Oh, look, you, you... In the mail. In the mail. Looking out at my love and our beautiful boy, and here in the window I'll have tears of great joy.
2: Okay, so here it's I kind go. kind of like...
1: She's like a romantic poet. It's like it's not so much a metaphysical. She's in the kind of words. It's like a lake poet. Like she's a like Lucy a poem. Like a... Yeah. Yeah go
2: you've got a poem okay are you gonna be able to not interrupt me yeah from england we fled after we had wed in order to heal and get a netflix deal the palace was cold everyone was so old they asked such mean questions and made cruel suggestions but on the beach now we are and thanks to oprah i'm a big star england is far one day, one day has will be sad and I will get mad and I'll move on again. Harry can keep the chickens. Thank you. You are the lyricist in this family, mm. but I'm quite pleased with that. I think it's I really I can't funny. tell
0: how
1: to react, whether I'm meant to be <laughs> like... That's so great because it's so utterly shit. Yeah. Is that? Or, or, or yeah. Is it, I mean, it starts... No, uh, it's supposed to be it terrible. It starts off as parody and then I can see you're, you're thinking, oh, I'm quite good at this and you try to make <laughs> it better. Oh, so
2: horrible. And I know. You are so horrible. But, but no, tell but me I, I'm wrong. You're not wrong. I was just thinking, oh, look. Megan I'm,
1: Perlin. You could have given it a name. What's her thing called? The Bench.
2: <laughs> that sounds awful. That sounds the Bench awful. is
1: a massive... The cover's a massive rip-off of The Faraway Tree which is a proper the actual... The giving tree, darling. Whoops. Okay, <laughs> fuck. Whatever. I never said I was an expert. Um, <laughs> from England we fled. After The great thing is you could make it... Because what she can't do, just when she's about to do a line that scans, she puts a word in the wrong place. The wrong I mean, place. Which is so, she's never read a poem. She's only ever read it's
2: really got, a Hallmark poem. It's really got the flavour of that <laughs> that line that you hate in that carol that goes, the more is, or whatever it was. Like, like really kind Who's of Who Whoso besetting
1: round with dismal stories do but themselves confound his strength, the, the more, more is. is. Just like really no, like it's clunkety clonkity, it, clunk. It's, not, it's more like the night before Christmas. they you know, the stockings were laid by the thingy with care in the sense that St Nicholas soon would, would be, be there. Yeah,
2: exactly. Really passive. Everything's really in this kind of passive voice.
1: Throwing the, completely dismantling the sentence structure just exactly. to get the rhyme at the end, which Far is really the, the least important <laughs> thing that the rhyme should be there at the end. From England we fled after we had wed in order to heal and get, you haven't got any punctuation here?
2: No, but uh, this is a bad poem. I wrote it some, in three minutes. Put, put, the,
1: put the punctuate, Put some really shit punctuate, Put some put full stops in the wrong places and stuff. Uh, the pal- yeah, you did. You did. Uh, yeah, it does. no it's but, qu- look,
2: but look, you but but, but listen, 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 listen. Palace you was know, cold. You know, everyone
1: was old. Yeah. I mean that's like that's like that's quite good. That's, yeah. a, that's that's they asked such mean questions and made.
2: I said mean to. I but look, I wrote it quick quickly. Cruel suggestions. That should be.
1: No, it's brilliant. I love it. I mean, it's great.
2: Good. It's, okay, fine. Great. No,
1: look, great. Really good great idea for Colin. I will write a poem in the style of me. What else That's it. Job does done. my book say? Job done.
2: And you are a terrific lyricist. I know that you don't really believe me when I say that, but your Esther poems are ben amazing. Said I'm a terrific
1: lyricist because I wrote a musical about uh, Henry VIII um, with a great composer, and it sort of hasn't flown because there was this... A, there was six, the great, big, successful musical about Henry VIII, and also... Because the story was a bit, but the songs were actually really great. No, because also
2: um, it's famously incredibly difficult to, to write and put on a musical if you don't know what you're doing. It's okay, famously.
1: So. <laughs> sorry, what was that again? It's famously difficult to write and put on a musical if you don't know what you're doing. Yeah. That's some fucking dark shade you've yeah, cast right yeah. there. Welcome to episode forty-nine, beginning of series of Giles Corran has no idea with me, Giles Corrin and... Me. Name. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking yeah, hell, you no can't, one, can't even do that. It's not even called. in it. It's called Giles Corrin has no idea. And yeah, that, no one cares what I'm called. No one cares what you're called. Just um, and what happens is, is that uh, I come back from the school run and Esther's got an idea for me to write a column. And that was it. Yeah, so, that, job sort of done. We've no, got no, I do actually around have... to bring a present for Sam in a minute. Um, so, to get this done.
2: I do have some thoughts about a column that you could do on Bill and Melinda Gates mm-hmm. right so we could but I, the problem is is yeah.
1: because you had that such a good idea about Megan I just write the poem mm-hmm. I find it always difficult to find column ideas after one has landed which we'll do that will do. Like ben could go home. You could go that's to very, the shops. That's very. And unlikely. I could go upstairs. And I just... could
2: go to the shops. That's how you <laughs> see me. <laughs> that is how you see me. Sorry, to the shop. shop online. What am I saying? You Why should she shop. bother?
1: You could go and just open some things that have arrived in cardboard boxes. Try them on. Send them back. Actually,
2: got a piece to write. Oh really? I've actually, I've actually got a commission.
1: It's about this vegan thing, it's about which vegan I was going to possibly do. It a... an idea for a column. Well, this a big American restaurant, Daniel Hum. Isn't it? He became a chef because it was, it just had such a bad time at school. Mm. They called Daniel Hum. Um, And then he walked past and everyone like wafted their hands in front of their noses. I also absolutely pistol whipped his uh, London restaurant. What was it? I went with, did I go with you or did I go with Tom? It was really fancy in in Mayfair somewhere. It was at one of those hotels. I never remember this shit. And he did duck covered in loads of pepper that was really minging. Daniel. Yeah, hum. That place was
2: disgusting. It was called Something
1: and Something, and it's in a big hotel.
2: That's right, and the lighting was really weird. The lighting was exactly like the, the lighting that comes through a big wedding marquee that makes you want to fall asleep.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was um uh, and uh it was at Claridge's. It was anyway, 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 anyway. He, I and he's got this yeah. restaurant in New York. The ducks off at £240 a head restaurant going vegan, 11 Madison Park, very famous, and he's decided we'd all go vegan. So his famous lavender honey glazed duck, boke. boke. His butter poached lobster, boke. boke uh, will be off the menu when the New York restaurant reopens. On chef Daniel Helm said the current food system is simply not sustainable, um, uh, and uh, that he wanted He's still to
2: charging meat prices. He's charging for meat prices to serve vegan food. Care. But uh,
1: and I was going to suggest that as a funny column idea, that, but that, but you're doing it for the paper anyway.
2: Well, they're going very big on it tomorrow. So I wonder if it, you'll feel it'll feel a bit second hand by saturday okay so my the next idea i had was something to do with this grand designs house although the,
1: the grand designs house yeah which so the grand designs been house 10 years a bit like the building next door it's been 10 years and it's not finished and looks like shit and the poor man's got to sell it
2: and the not only has that well he's got to do it he's got to finish it and then sell it because at the moment he's got to a yeah. point where if he doesn't finish it and sell it he's just
1: he's why just does anyone out. do building work ever
2: well no, I thought you could do more of a thing about how you get it. You sympathize okay because everyone's going, why is this guy done this? He's got divorced, he spent, He's spent he's he's millions of pounds in debt. It's just a complete catastrophe and he was trying to build this big house, okay? And your column could be, mate, I completely get it. I fantasize too about having this big house. You have all those dreams about having a big house. You did do a big house thing. In during lockdown, about how you go for a walk and you see into all these houses and you all these kind of big Peter Pan houses that are over on South Hill Park, and you see, look oh, through the windows would, yeah. and you're doing that thing. But that is a that is a thing that you. I feel like it's a and thing what, you could work up a head of steam ha- about, right? The- you you would if I was even remotely into the idea of having a big house, which I'm not, because big houses are just. You show me a big house, I just see light bulbs. I just see. Oh my god, how many different light bulbs? I see bulbs glittering
1: Gatsby like parties.
2: There you go. Okay,
1: the right. People coming around so and going, you, what so, a great party! So here I you have,
2: you here this. you have, yeah. Okay, in your column, the essential conflict, right, which is going to make it interesting, which is, I want, uh, you know, it's it's like it's like it's like winter lust or wanting to have another baby. Okay, you just forget all the bad things about having a big property and about property ownership in general, and you just, which is the thing that you're very good at doing, you just present your readers with your vision of what having a really big house is going to be like, which is probably what Matey, Matey's vision, yeah? Which is why he did, why on earth, why the hell else would you be so bunkers as to buy some ex-bunker on the side of a hill and think, I know what I'm going to do with this, which has no shops or anything in walking distance. I'm going to build this giant lighthouse thing, you know?
1: Did he just want to get on Grand Designs?
2: I don't know how it works. I don't know if you it's submit t- the your project or what. The would be,
1: why do, particularly with, with all respect, there's no reason why our next-door neighbours shouldn't do massive building work or the people down the road. But we're surrounded by massive building work. We drive to school through massive building work. I've done pieces about Bishop's Avenue and mm. Billionaire's Road before. It's quite funny. People, why, what is it? You're quite right. I dream too of a massive, great, yeah. big super house. Houses should be little and cosy. People have completely forgotten. Rich people just, they, every, the, everyone we know gradually as they make a bit of money starts to do up their massive houses and oh come and have the tour look at this we have got the something and you look at this great show thing and you just think is that a good column
2: i think it's a good column but you do have to have you do have to have a the central a kind of a piece of grit in there and if i if i showed any sign of wanting to have a big house or wanting to do something really ambitious with this house which i don't because i am fully aware of the reality we are sitting in of the, moving. we are sitting or,
1: in the kitchen extension that we built on top of the basement laundry that we built
2: yeah, and I hated every single experience. Sounds like our special guest is here. Our like special guest, Giles, would you like to open no, the a, door and reveal who it is?
1: There'll be more from Esther and me in our kitchen after a short interlude. But to find out what I wrote about in the end, why not pick up a subscription to the Times and the Sunday Times and enjoy one month absolutely free? Just search the Times.co.uk forward slash Giles Corran has no idea. I've been promised that this will take you to an amazing offer, rather than just a website created by Ben randomly containing all my broadcasting mistakes. Although I'm sure that exists somewhere, it's just going to be up to you to find it.
0: Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science, with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments.
2: What went Goran Mitchell! <laughs> no, 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 no. Literally nobody knows my name. Uh, this nice is Ben. To... Hello, Hello. i Ben. How are you? Nice to meet you. I'm fine with you. will want a cup of tea and to sit down. Yeah.
1: Yeah. The plan was to... Lo- I, was saying, I was saying to Toria that uh, we, when we, the only other guest we ever had was David Badil, and we didn't say who it was. We just said a local cat expert. <laughs> I had thought we might do that. I'm so.
3: also a local cat expert. So, but are you, not, are you in the middle of recording your podcast already? Yeah, yeah this is it.
1: This is gold dust.
3: This will be exactly what goes Literally, this Victoria's be.
2: revealed that she's never listened to our podcast.
1: She she has. Has. No, I, it's exactly no. I realized yeah. when I said on the phone, I and she said, Oh, will it all be? She said, If I like, so she said she was coming around to bring um, uh, a present for Sam, and I realized that we'd be doing the podcast, and I thought, Great, we can rope her in as our only our second massive celebrity guest yeah. in 49 episodes after David Baddiel And then I thought she could just come and uh, and I go, oh, look who it is, and you wouldn't know, and Ben wouldn't know, and then she would be... But I, if I didn't tell her, mm-hmm. she doesn't really like surprises no. in, the, in that regard, so, but, so I thought she'd rather know. And then I thought, so then I thought she could come and take part, and then I said, she said, oh, well, won't it all be a bit awkward? She's, looking, about, she, she, she's looking
2: around for her buzzer, going, where am I? <laughs> what, do I what do I say when, it, what
1: do I say she's when, when I'm... She's looking for bu- her script to introduce yeah. the actually really famous people <laughs> <in> there, <laughs> the end. Uh, 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 and she said, won't it be a bit awkward? And then with the moment she said that, I thought she's never listened to our podcast, <laughs> no, because yeah. it is very awkward. That's fine. I've That's never... fine and
3: awkward as my as my comfort zone. It's not if I do sort of panel shows now where they don't have an audience because you know because of COVID, and they say um, obviously it means they'll it's like you won't hear anyone laughing at the jokes. And I said, well, I that's I'm very used to that. Ten <laughs> no, but, years, but but, of it's my a, but because
1: you do because. I'm not, I'm not interviewing you. We'll talk about the news. But because you do that, like Have I Got News for You and Only Connect and, and the stuff, you do all that BBC stuff, which is basically scripted to begin with. Then obviously there's a ad But you, your intros and arrivals, you start off with things written. The thing, so you expect, you deliver jokes which kind of need a laugh. They're not, you're not just, Yabbering. No,
3: you see, no, they aren't scripted. It just seems like that because of my oh, awkward stilted delivery. <laughs> obviously, if you're hosting, if I got news for you? Obviously, there's a host script. Yeah, but generally, no. With Only Connect, there isn't really one. There's sort of a bit, I wander in with a plan of what I'm going to say, and then so there's at stuff. At the beginning, the when you
1: say, "I've seen as many of them as you've heard of my podcast," but yeah. I mean, yeah. as when you say "Hello and welcome to Only Connect," yes, no, there isn't
3: an auto you, cue or a, a, a isn't something. There? No. It's, it's. I mean, it's usually I've had a go at writing something down and sort of learning it, but not really. I mean, that's because, you know, that's as natural as I can make it sound. Right. I, you know, when when it, when I've I've learned. I so think
1: what a wonderful job she's doing of almost making this heavily scripted thing sound natural. Yes. No.
3: No. It isn't at all. It isn't at all. It's normally no. a joke
2: about the stupid names, the and stupid nobody's ever names. seen it.
3: Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it often is, and in fact, actually. the The BBC have asked me to record something else for one of them, For oddly, oddly, for the series that we're making now. I mean, they they mean it nicely, and they're they're concerned for my welfare because I said so. Because, you know, because it isn't really scripted, nobody's seen it, I just go in and say it, and the crew isn't really listening
1: because they're thinking... And you don't want it to be scripted, because you want when you make... I have this, and my audience for my radio show is really only Ben... Uh, and and I mean no, I mean people listen to it out in the air, but there's no there's no one there to lo- laugh in my face. Um, I, I, um, uh, uh, I, I don't even want my producer to know a joke I'm planning to make. No, because I want. I, otherwise, I feel like a twerp saying something. I mean, it's like you, you don't
2: signal when you're driving either, because you don't want anyone <laughs> to know what you're about to do. Um, yeah. But we are... So, so Victoria's never never heard the podcast. The idea is that we're trying to find... No, I have heard it. I know you're right. looking at... The news, you're going to put Charles's column...
1: It's because for 20 years I used to ask... When we used to... When you used to write a column and we used to quite often phone each other and say, what should we write about? And that all just sort of stopped because we married people who could do that. Uh, and didn't need each other no, no but
3: also I'd stop I now I only product. write about uh, television because I just I'm too frightened of being shouted at to write about the news so I now avoid all topical things and write about television and I'm nervous because this week's column is about um, Kate Winslet's wart in Mayor of Town, and I'm worried that people will shout to me because I've been rude about the wart and what's But it's great Mayor
1: wart. of Town, though
3: I, You see to me it's a bit warty Explain <laughs> warty. Do, It's a bit warty Everyone's got warts it's Have not- they put
1: fake warts on people?
3: Um, I mean I, are you suggesting that Kate Winslet has warts? Where's
1: the wart? I didn't, have you
3: noticed a wart? What are you talking about? I'm quite it's look- a co-star. No, the um. Where's the wart? It's, it's on her face. It's not. No, I don't mind the wart. It's it, it, there's a general. The wart stands for. It's a bit. It's not very jolly, is the thing. I think it's it's good. I've only seen two episodes of it so far. It's obviously good, but everyone in it's got a dead child. Everyone's got a dead child. There's a lot of sobbing and just warts and. I don't it,
1: all, all Netflix is sobbing and warts, and I, I sort of thought that was quite... The, the first one, when the girl, the poor unhappy girl having such a terrible time, for those of us with daughters, she's having this terrible... T- and there. then she dies, there. and she's like really... dead. Then I was so miserable. But however, so far no one else has died in the two that I've seen. What are
3: you
1: talking about? Oh, no, he's not dead.
3: Oh, OK, I haven't seen that episode. As
1: you can tell, because when they shoot someone in a show, you have to see them lying there totally dead. Because if they have any... Fordham and Mason... <laughs> Really? Yeah. Oh. From who? I
3: thought it was my uh, thank you present yeah, for coming on your podcast. I
1: don't know. The great thing about, you see, the whole point is it's meant to be a podcast about finding a column, but the doorbell's always ringing. It's like Randy Street. The doorbell's screen.
3: always ringing things from Fortnum and Mason. But really, what is it nice though? nice life. I feel bad now because I didn't mean to sort of, I haven't said that it's bad. I've just said it's, it's a bit gloomy. I don't know. For me, the world is really gloomy at the moment. And I want to see Disney things about just happy
1: oh, well, cartoon fish. It's like, did you watch Line of Duty?
3: We're on series three. So, oh. that spoiler about the guy not being dead, don't suddenly tell me that someone in the last series turns out to be something because.
1: I, we're, well, we're I never on watched Series I, three. You've gone back because I never watched. I've <laughs> never seen the first three. They're it's, amazing. They're, do you think so? I think yes. they're so shit. They're amazing. Shit, the, I he,
3: can't. Well, this is what we did. So, we, I read a couple of reviews of the new series and everyone was going, oh, that's terribly disappointing. Oh, it's all gone awful. And it was so great. And I thought, why is there this thing that people are so disappointed has gone wrong? I'll watch the thing that made them love it enough to be disappointed na- fantastic.
1: You've got the mystery letter of who the person is. we're wondering who it is. I think you know, I
3: have not seen any stories about line of duty and I would like to talk about something else. Fine. Okay,
1: <laughs> so I, the two things because so we were just like th- things that columns could be written about, and basically Esther nailed it right at the beginning yes. by with her poem. She's written a poem inspired by Meghan, and <gasps> I just thought lovely. obviously. <laughs> Here at the window, I cry
2: tears of joy.
1: Yes, exactly. And oh God, that. that's what you think. You're going to think the book's lovely.
2: I've imagined what the rest of the um, poem would sound like. Let's hear it. Okay, I'm going to read you a th- new toy. Looking back, I wish I'd named you Roy. <laughs> <laughs> no. The rest of it goes from England. We fled after we had wed, in order to heal and get a Netflix deal. The palace was cold. Everyone was so old. They asked such mean questions and made cruel suggestions. But on the beach now we are. And thanks to Oprah, I'm a big star. England is far. One day Haz will be sad and I will get mad. And I'll move on again. Harry can keep the chickens. (laughs) <laughs> oh, that's she really likes it. it no you didn't
3: laugh do you know what i think that's yeatsy in the ending you see you lure us into accepting <laughs> a certain rhyme scheme and rhythm it's in the traditional form and then you come from left field with a surprise outside rhyme. It's, like, it's a political yeats would do that kind so of so my
1: diagnosis oh. of that poem was that esther started off wanting to write a shit poem to mock megan in the second stanza she thinks after she's written, everyone was so old. She's realised, oh, this could be good, and she's then aimed to write a good poem because, and it's, and then I then that's
3: literally how all poems are constructed.
2: <laughs> I, I think the bit about the chickens is great. Well, I had to wrap it up because Ben had arrived, so yeah. I needed to do, Maybe that's how Yeats did his, so it I don't know. It's kind of like, oh, time to go for a walk. It's a very forceful thing to do, to do a surprise...
3: You're,
1: quite, if you're, you're quite right. So at the end of um, uh, I Should Arise and Go Now and Go To In Is Free, mm. it goes, I, I hear... I, when it, it ends with, um, I hear it in the dark... When I'm in the something and in the pavement's grey, I hear it in the dark heart's core. Mm. And it's, it breaks out of all the rhythm and all the rhyme.
3: Yes, yes, he does. He does, and he, he does clever little things. But there's one that he writes about his patron's son. He had a patron and the son, I think, died in the war, and uh, Yeats had to write a sort of, dies uh, a sort of celebration, but he didn't really like the guy. And oh. there's a line where he says, he was our hero. And in the rhythm scheme, the hour doesn't quite work. He was our hero is the galloping rhythm, but he was our hero. And you you, you, you get caught up, you stumble, because it's not the rhythm you're expecting. And I've always thought that's Yeats's sort of little wink at the camera. Our hero, a hero. No, not just not he was a hero, our hero. That's what we thought. That's what I've got to write in this poem I've been told to do mm. by my patron. And there's little sorts of things... Um, whereas I write it out in a verse, McDonough and McBride and Connolly and Purse. It's a beautiful rhythm, and the names of the people who died in the Easter Rising, he wants you to take those on as heroes. He makes it easy for you to remember. I still remember 20 years after I last
1: read that The poem. avoidance of doubt, Toria, although we went to the same university, Toria was cleverer than me and went to a slightly better college where they did things like... Re- I, all I did was...
3: I wasn't cleverer, I worked harder. All I really did
1: was me. write about the Mr Men and go to the pub. Uh, so I mean, we did have a Yates week, um, but <laughs> I think. I think I think to even... be
3: a good column coming. is sixteenth of June coming up. Uh, you know, is that is that Bloom's Day? That's Joyce.
1: Th- that's General. No, no, yeah. no, yes,
3: but you could. Do Phew, I thought there. I had you for a minute. <laughs> a general, a general <laughs> Irish literature theme. We could we could, have, we could have, have, have it. We new could new have story.
1: one of those. It'll be. Uh, listen, we had um, there, were, there were two things that I was thinking. Okay, here is the thing that I thought was funny. Do you know how we, we, as, as Britain wrestles with empire and the legacy of? Uh, our past and all this kind of thing and statues France today Macron is there they're trying to celebrate Napoleon's 200th anniversary <laughs> and that's just funny Macron is making this speech but the thing is is that the problem is that Napoleon he's Macron's making this speech because Napoleon was this great figure for them that one of the I hadn't even didn't even know Napoleon restarted the slave trade so oh, Fran- right. they had a abo- in France they had abolished ahead of us, and suddenly so, you know you it's funny it's, it's, it's a bit like that the thing with whatever Hitler turns out to be mean it was a news quiz joke someone did and Hitler was mean to his dogs and they say that that Hitler the more you hear about him the less there is to like yeah, it's just- like who even knew that about it it was just sort of I don't know there was something quite
3: an easy statue to tear down because he was quite small
1: <laughs> <laughs> but it's like the, the Napoleon they're getting in it- Napoleon was a dictator he was this you know he was he was basically. Bad. He took advantage of the river. I think we've always thought he was bad because we beat him at Waterloo.
3: Yes, I, I'm I'm very weak on that, on that sort of history. I, I've always confused Napoleon and Nelson. Did they fight <laughs> each other or did they live in completely different periods of history?
1: No, Nelson, there was the Battle of Trafalgar was in the first part of the Napoleonic War. Yes. Uh,
3: have you not taken Barbara to Trafalgar Square? A,
1: he, Where there's I, a big statue, not of Napoleon. We
3: were mostly excited about the lions, but also it's only the books that I know about and of course the f- most famous thing about Jane Austen is that she didn't write about the Napoleonic War so I never really grasp although the soldiers
1: at. are everywhere she didn't write about the Napoleonic yeah, War. Also, yeah. But the reason that L- Lydia is Lydia, always a bit goes yeah. off with yes. Wickham and all that. yeah. that's because of the... There's, because there's an argument that that was about 17... Late 1790s, there's an argument that that they were not committing enough troops to Napoleon and that Jane Austen was sort of saying that, just showing that I did do something <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I've made that. That's all entirely wrong. Um, I don't know. It's like what... it's. There was something about... I don't know. Something funny to me about... Could you do something about Napoleon? To also- it? How would you make... They've got to make a speech about Napoleon. And Macron wants to say something... about him
2: there's a a, there's a picture in the paper today as well there are two other french things in the papers today one is the statue of napoleon as posing as someone
1: oh yes in the times at house
2: house exactly and they seized it when they defeated Napoleon at Waterloo, because
1: the house was Duke of Wellington's house and there's
2: also the story Napoleon
1: as Mars the peacemaker that's it
2: Napoleon as Mars so there's that and there's also another if you want to kind of broaden it out in a kind of lateral way there's also the story of the Belgian man who made Belgium larger by moving a stone he lives Mm. on the border of France and Belgium and he's either made Belgium or France larger by moving a stone out of the way because it was in the way of his tractor. That's a story
1: which won't be a particularly interesting, to Toria, which, we, interestingly, this morning we got a WhatsApp from our producer, Ben, who, with, who, after 48 episodes of leaving it to us, had decided to suggest some stories we might like he to talk about. Himself
2: not to be just a fiddler of buttons, but <laughs> an actual director of traffic. It's interesting.
3: Um, and that
1: was one of, one of the stories that grabbed Ben's attention. So, um, the man and we, moved the
3: stone. Did you see that? He effectively erected a statue, didn't he? I mean, it's not—it's deconstructed
2: art, but moving a stone—that's mm,
3: so. What, is this is
1: a guy in France who moved a stone.
2: Now I'm going to—I didn't actually write down the, the, the it? story. No, it's—it was on the foreign page, uh, and it was a, a, a farmer. Not—not not that interesting unless you're going to be writing about having a big go at France. I mean, you only said the word France and Torres started laughing. There is something so inherently yeah, funny is, it is, it is about France. Yes, I yes. Mean, no, the idea of them putting up a section... But, okay, here we go. Is. Farmer makes Belgium that little bit bigger. A Belgian farmer has unwittingly increased his country's territory by moving a border stone seven and a half feet into France.
1: It's, it's a... But
2: are they going to have a massive... Because those are the things they always say. People that
3: have... The, the biggest rounds, the worst things in people's lives are the round they've been having for 40 years with a neighbour because yeah. they put their bins slightly yeah. over a path. The, the, the and they end up either spending
1: a million pounds on legal action or one of them kills the other one, one, one with a screwdriver.
3: Or at least kills their dog in the night. Like yeah. Those mm. tiny, tiny... Like In a way, France would probably respect Belgium more for fully invading, just completely annexing the South than trying to get three inches more
1: of the border. Was this Belgian trying to get more? I no, this I, I must
2: point out that this was a mistake. I mean he didn't know what he, he realized what French? he was doing. He's Belgian. He is he's Belgian. Belgian. An amateur historian who was walking near the Belgian village of uh, Erceleen Erkelin yes, I see, I see. reported the displacement of the stone, which has marked the border since it was laid down in eighteen nineteen, in the aftermath the French defeat at Waterloo. So there's a lot of Napoleon Waterloo ish stuff around at the moment. David See, I think this is how World War Three
3: starts. These seem like small stories, but when they look back, you know, it's always something small. They look back at the moment that Belgium edged the border a bit across. France responded by putting up a statue of Napoleon. <laughs> and within five years, it's full on... They didn't respond by putting up
2: a large Leylandii. <laughs> well, it's the... Worse. the, the, the but
1: yeah. then, But then again, and unfortunately, it's always Belgium. I mean, the Belgium was the thing in the First World War. It was like, are we going to protect Belgium? Yeah, and because they're also
2: was... gassy from all the chips and the mayonnaise, aren't they? Yeah,
1: exactly. I thought the thing that Belgium has attempted to expand its thing by moving a statue. How far?
2: Seven and a half feet. I thought
1: it's not going to impress Vladimir Putin. I thought <laughs> <So laughs> he would slightly extend Russia by taking the whole of the Crimea.
3: Yeah, but it's but it's more cunning. If you take the whole of the Crimea, people notice you're doing it. Whereas stone by stone,
2: Belgium is taking over France. So if the farmer if the farmer does not put the stone back into its original position he w- he could face legal action and the convocation of a Franco-Belgian border commission that has been dormant since 1930. See, I had this at my last flat with a bin cupboard. Yeah. It was always that kind of... You know, because they would put the things in the other bin and I would
3: say, but it's got flat one clearly written on it. <laughs> yeah. No, but no, they would put the thing in that bin and then we'd, who puts the bin out first? Who puts the thing in the other one's You've got bin. to then...
2: That's the situation where you have to change your Wi-Fi name to put the fucking bins out number 43, you know, don't you? Exactly. Just to kind of really hammer your point home.
1: Yeah. I'm, trying to, I'm just trying to find this other story that Ben sent us about the Lego music. Because I think this is... The a, Lego Museum, what? The, no, the Lego Music. Right. So, so Ben said... Oh, well, you're and, talking
2: about the music in Legoland, which is very sinister. No, 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 no. Did you
1: did you, um, you, did you you send it to me by email or by WhatsApp? WhatsApp, WhatsApp. Um, the problem is, is tracking something down on my phone is not the world's easiest thing. Um, 10,000 tiny instruments. This is one that Ben spotted. How Lego made the experimental album of 2021. With the soothing noise of its bricks clicking against one another, Lego white noise joins the ranks of great... Music concrete is that a thing? Music concrete and documents a potentially doomed sound. Out of my headphones, this piece begins in the Guardian comes a flow of odd, weirdly tactile sound. What could be a blah 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 blah? Basically, it's it's this, they've, they've made an album of. It's a, they're apparently there's Yes, very good.
3: The one thing I was thinking the other day that I miss terribly is the noise of hundreds and hundreds of people moving poker chips around, just clicking yeah. and riffling poker chips. And I haven't heard that for a year and a half, just being in a room with hundreds of people. You see, what I would...
0: So do, I yeah.
3: because I forgot how to do right through columns all the way to the end. I don't want to express it. No, no, listical. It's all about the li- yeah. list uh, and loads of white space you, on the page. Because do so like... do a list of um, uh, other albums that the sounds that are disappearing. Yeah, this is exactly
1: it. No, yeah, no, exactly. This is exactly. This is the only, There's suddenly I don't have an opinion about them. <laughs> but you're no, you're quite right. That's the thing with these columns is, and it, there's always we, obviously in, the, in our podcast there's this moment when we both go listical because I do get below the liners. They go listical, but actually it's funny because why listical. That's what they're called.
3: Is it? Does it sound like testicle? No. That's article.
1: It. An article which is just a list. Oh, I see. For heaven's okay. sake. Sorry. <laughs> no, since you were last here. So now, that, so there's a thing. But I think they're great because the the stress of writing a column, to yeah. some degree, is like intro, move on to the oh why you know. Link thing. Cool. So listen So I know. I thought. So people apparently like. There's a couple of. There's a couple of. Apparently, it's the sound of. There's. There's one of the pieces of music is someone looking for a piece, and it's the sound of the for ages of shuffling around. I'm making the wrong noise. Shuffling around in the box,
3: looking for a Lego, and then
1: piece. a click as it goes in, mm. and people want to hear that, and people want to hear, and also there's a whole house. Oh, well, that
3: would be so satisfying—the click as it went in.
1: So what other noises? Poker chips. So I can see the sound of the poker chips. There's um, other noises. That you could an album of noises, and then it would be funny. Um, if you
3: could be bothered structurally, you would start off with all these lovely noises that you miss, and gradually the yes. noises would start to become annoying, and you'd realize you actually hate the world. So, gradually the noises would become, you a later. Well, that's true. But it would become then the noise of, as it were, your your neighbour saying you've put your bin in the wrong place, and you haven't really been able to hear him for a year because it's been muffled by the mask. But now the mask is off, and you can hear his terrible moaning. What a noise I love
2: is the is the noise when there's a parcel arriving at the door, and the, and the postman goes beep beep, and then he rings on your doorbell. I love that noise. Very, like, oh, it's always
1: here. Yes. Well, it's the but it's but it's also it's that your ear does a retrospective thing of. um that So it, it was somebody's feet outside. So you can't, your ear can't go every time it thinks it his feet on the pavement. But once the doorbell rings, well, yeah. so the guy, the Amazon guy arrives and quite often puts it down and takes a picture and you get that noise. Mm-hmm. But then you get the ping and your ear reco- hears the last four seconds all in one go. See, I never hear the noise of the Amazon
3: man because he's always leaving it at the wrong house too far away <laughs> for me to notice he's arrived. But I think that the sound of that sort of thing, because there's also an age gap. So I used to be excited by the ding of an email arriving and now I just find it depressive and sort of harrowing and what, what do they want? Why don't they go away? And well, I don't have an be...
1: alert. You have an alert still for emails on your phone.
3: No, I mean on the, on the computer. You know, you open the computer you go there's... ding and you I've never had come.
1: the noise because mine is always...
3: I like the noise. Great
1: news. There's a new menu at Alfresco in wherever you know, <laughs> and I can't, don't know how to stop them. So they're all... Um, what about newspapers coming through the letterbox?
3: That's a nice noise which I think most people don't hear anymore. Well, our
2: letterbox goes... Snap, bang, like that. So it's not a very. My children are. feel really neurotic about the. Letterbox, and if you if you go to pull something out of letterbox, Sam stands in the hallway, go with his hands over his ears because he can't bear the kind of snap bang of the letterbox. They
1: won't go on the tube because it's
2: too
3: noisy. Um, I, mean,
1: st- st- I speak to someone who I know is not a massive <laughs> bituary of, the, of, the, they haven't of the, been on the
2: tube
1: since the eighties. I yeah. know, I know. So, but they've um, the northern line. Unfortunately, the northern line between Kentish Town and Euston is just inc- incredibly noisy. it just needs mending, but they can't. Yeah. it's just ri- and the, the, our children just can't go on the tube just because of the, children's ears are very sensitive anyway, but that bit of the tube has put them off so much but I'm thinking the Northern Line tube would be you could put that on as you're getting things you don't like as da-dum, you're building da-dum. the piece yeah. towards
3: but so the nice things noise, that I think it? are nice I don't, you'd find them sickly sweet what about the noise of a lot of people singing happy birthday a lot of children a they baby
1: crying of no, 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 baby laughing that's a
3: nice thing and you haven't heard it because people have been having their birthday with sort of two
1: people and it's on the Zoom that's a um, nice thing maybe that's just too um, no, true or, or just but other noise doesn't necessarily would they have to be something about cricket lockdown? Noise. No, it doesn't have to be locked down. Leather no. on willow is the thing that people say, but then you have to have the fun, the actual noise of... But there's also
2: the roar of lords when you're coming up between the stands to find your seat. And you you then you, you hear it, and then as you arrive in the acoustics of the actual round then the noise is like
1: but there's also
3: noise noise that so a thing that i thought was amazing in the first i mean it shouldn't be about lockdown because things shouldn't be you should try and think what are the things that are going anyway but the the, the amazing thing about the first lockdown was it was so silent and it was the closest that we've ever had to a sort of time machine this time last year, when it was really hot and quiet, and I spent a lot of time walking around in the area near our old house, mm. and it was like it was 1978, because that kind of silence and heat and sort of stillness and the, the absolute lack of noise and the, the smell of the air that didn't have petrol in it, it, it was like being in a time machine because it was unrecreatable at any other time. Mm. Um, and those sorts of things that you don't quite...
1: Well, you don't, there, there was more insect noise 40 years ago, I think.
2: Yes. And horses, who's going clip-clop.
3: That's a noise. Okay,
1: so we horse had horse our, horse We horse were, were quite... Where we lived when we were kids, it's quite weird. It, when we, where, it used to be the Western, poli- Western Lane Police Station, whatever, West Hamster Police Station was there, and it used to be where the stables were. Isn't it? Yes. And and they, they had an... So the police... Our, our road endlessly had police... So I feel like I grew up in the 1880s because out okay. of my bedroom window, you always heard police going yeah, but
3: also, I mean, I know this sounds like we're a thousand years old, the but rag the, the rag and bone man, rag yeah. and bone, and the clop of the horse's hooves. I mean, yeah. Jesus. It was, it was. But so also, good. but it's a, you know, slightly more modern form of transport, how many years is it since you heard the sound of an engine trying to start with a manual choke? You know, you had to
1: sort of... Well, the, the manual choke is just
3: but that sound of the, of the engine trying to turn over and then it starts to splutter into life as you put the choke on I mean that doesn't I don't know. That, that would, would people be people failing to start the car I just haven't heard that
1: for just an incredibly long we time we'd have to live in slightly shitter areas where people have cheaper cars and then I, I just has got a car with a manual choke now have they? well any car will do that. because years. no
3: it's, it's through and out the other side if you have a car with a manual choke it's now it's like an exciting tell vintage you what, car
1: tell you what you don't hear I'm worried that either this is a uh, whistling yes whistling you used to hear. I mean, the milkman used to whistle. Mister New, the window cleaner, used to whistle. Yes. People. My father used to whistle, and people whistled through their teeth. Nobody can whistle through their teeth anymore. No.
2: Um, yeah. My uncle whistled
1: through his teeth. Yeah. So you don't. You don't. That's. That's. Wouldn't it be nice just to when do you, you know, the only whistling you can you can hear if you if you if you the the dam busters that <laughs> you know, uh, and that if you listen to the. It's on the film there's whistling in the music
3: you'd have to think what you're looking for is uh, we would uh, when me and David were talking about this that we would refer to it as a delice de france there was a, there was a, a something that a comedian we were watching once like a stand up and it was just a passing thing and he was telling a story, but he happened to say he was getting on a train and he and he just it was something like I, and I ran through the station. I was so late. I didn't even have time to pause at the Delis de France. <laughs> and we were so delighted by it. We thought that is something we'd never heard out loud. Which is the amount of times in your life it exists seen, only on the
1: train <laughs> platform. Yes, those weirdly hot, soggy quasars. And yeah. you never
3: talk about it. You've never said it to anyone. You, if you've been to one, you don't remember. And somebody is saying that he managed to identify this thing yeah. that we all knew what it was, but had never spoken about before. And so that, that's what you're looking for: yeah. is a list of Delis de France. <laughs> and I can't quite think of them, but that you. No, the, but they
1: can't. Have, th- then again, They'll these continue, are ideas you then. have in the podcast, but really you have them when you sit down on your own. Yes. Uh, and think of them. The annoying thing about, see, something like Delis de France, it's one of those things when you're not a comedian, and I don't, I know some and not nearly as many as you know, millions of comedians, and I'm not one. I'm not a sound, I'm just a writer, but my job is to be funny. And I've argued occasionally with comedians, I mean, jokey and pissed and then a bit embarrassed with sort of Jimmy Carr or whatever, or, or, or you know, um, uh, which is, um, it's not fair. If you get a really good joke, you get to say it over and over and over and make it make people laugh. And if I get one, I have to write in the paper once. And if I ever make it again, everyone now I, I feel silly saying this because obviously he's a brilliant comedian. And I couldn't do mm-hmm. what he does, and he writes billions of fantastic gags. But I have a very occasionally below so the Liste de France. Is what I'd say it's nice. such a good joke. He'll get to do it a few times. If I were to do a joke as good as the de Liste de France, would they notice it's gone forever?
3: No, but a comedian would say. Uh, You see, I'm not sure that's right. You can tour a particular show, but a comedian would say, no, if somebody in your audience has heard that joke before, they won't laugh and it's not fair. Whereas if you're a singer, they'll roar with delight when you go into something familiar. You only have to make three good songs, so then you can do your awful new album over and over again, and then you get to the famous one and people cheer.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, you would, yeah. yes,
3: you could you could, you could, tour one comedy show in a way that you can't quite with a column. You couldn't, I mean, that'd be nice, wouldn't it, if you could just tour a column for a month and just print it weekly. <laughs> but, but, um, but those, uh, those are the, th- the things that need to come into your head that are noises.
1: Go, should, oh, so. should it, would it be best if it was forgotten noises? That would be the thing, wouldn't it? I think so. It's, we, why not, someone ought to suggest the sound of someone making a cup of tea because that would be the moment in the podcast where Ben would then edit in his slightly rubbish cup of tea sound effect that it's we actually instant used. coffee
3: oh no don't worry Ben's already thinking about how he's going to make the sound of the Rubber and Bone Man chopping up <laughs> I've actually got some coconut shells that I use <laughs> for feeding the robins so that would do
1: you've been listening to Giles Corrin Has No Idea with me Giles Corrin and me Esther Walker it's a Wireless Studios production for The Times produced by Ben Mitchell You can listen to us on the Times Radio app or download from wherever you get your podcasts. To find out what I wrote about in the end, you can pick up a copy of the Times or get a digital subscription. And for the full live experience, tune into my show on Times Radio every Friday from 1 till 4. Planning for your next trip?